this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to our chat with Mr. John Blizzard. And if you haven't heard yesterday's, we talk about his upbringing in Dallas, which of course leads to a chat about RHOD. And yes, he knows Deandra Simmons, Leanne Lockins, Stephanie, Brandy. We talk about last season of RHOD. We kind of get into the origins of Puppygate, those texts, where it all began. We talk about Beverly Hills, this current season, Kathy Hilton, Crystal Kong Minkoff. We really cover it all. So you can listen to this chat, but it makes more sense if you listen to yesterday, our sit down with Mr. John Blizzard. And here is our John Blizzard extravaganza part two continued now. And we start with Teddy. Let's not forget him and Teddy used to be friends. Stay tuned. I mean, I, do I even need to ask, are you sad to see Teddy go? Um, not really. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's funny. I actually, here's the thing. Teddy and I have not talked in two years now. Two full years. We have not talked. And I've, I thought about reaching out to her um, once the show ended, um, after like the whole Puppy Gate situation was over. Um, but I just, I didn't, um, and I have been thinking about reaching out to her and just like really having like a conversation. Um, cause I think that, cause here's the thing is like, I'm, I'm not the type of person that's like friends with somebody and then just like, can just like drop them, especially in like this weird situation that we were in. Um, cause I mean, we were friends and it's like, I, I don't know. It, it was just like a weird thing. And I think it's funny that like, I don't know, it's weird that she's like, oh, like, John Blizzard and I, like, we weren't friends. And I'm like, honey, like, I would talk to you, like, every day. And I'd see you probably, like, once or twice a week because you'd bring your kids into this, like, to the rescue center because, like, they would go to theater class across the street. Like, also, like, 
another aspect of the situation is like our adoption coordinator at the time was dating her little brother and like our adoption coordinator is like my best friend so like it's a like I was saying it's like a very weird and like everybody knows everybody the small group of people like we all know each other and so for her to just be like we weren't friends even though like also like on the show she's like oh yeah it wasn't weird that like John called me up like it wasn't weird like like there's a reason like also it's like I'm not texting Kyle Richards every day like I don't talk to Kyle Richards you know it's like Kyle and I like we are not friends not like in a bad way right but it's like like I just don't understand like how you can even say that we weren't friends and I think it's funny too because like I've actually introduced Teddy to other people like within Bravo as well like the reason why her and Cameron Westcott are friends is through me like literally like I introduced them (laughs) and it's like and then, like, on Watch What Happens Live, she's like, oh, yeah, like, my husband has, like, work in Dallas or business in Dallas. And, like, that's just how we met. I'm like, no, bitch. Like, I introduced you guys. Like, not that I need credit or anything, but it's just, like, that's just, like, who I am. Like, that's how the level that we were. Like, that I'm like, hey, like, I think that you'd love my friend Cameron. And I'm like, like, linking them up. You know what I mean? It's just, like, friend. Like, if you're not friends, like, why would you do that? It's just Right. Weird. Were you hurt when she said that? Um, no, just because I know she was trying to save her ass. Um, it's like, again, it's a small group of people. Everyone kind of knows what's really happening. And at the end of the day, they're trying to put out to the public a certain perception and a certain kind of, I guess, narrative that they can hopefully try to control. So if at the beginning she's like, oh yeah, like we're buddy, buddy. And then like three episodes later, she's like, oh, I don't even know him. It's like, because she's trying to shift blame and trying to get herself out of the situation so and what trying to to show like oh lisa put you up to this in her mind we're not friends why would he text me because he's texting me because lisa that was her motive so to speak yeah exactly so yeah i mean does it shock you that because i've seen this firsthand with all these women that i've known does it ever shock you the extent to which these women like the extent to which they would go through just to, you know, have that narrative, save their job, get the paycheck. It ends up being a big paycheck after three, four years. And like, oh, yeah. you know, did you feel like disposable, you know, like if not Teddy, it could have been someone else. Like they'll save their own ass to stay on the show. It, 100%. And I think there's something that's interesting too, is that like, I feel, I don't even remember if, it, if I, I said it. I just don't remember if it was said on the show or not. But, like, um, Lisa and I had, like, a whole conversation, actually, that was filmed, but it wasn't shown, um, at Brittany's engagement party, actually. Um, And basically, what I told Lisa was, like, regardless if I had told Teddy via text, she was going to find out regardless. It may not have been that exact way. But, like I said, like, our adoption coordinator was literally dating her little brother, like, her adoption coordinator, me and Teddy, like all, we all had a group message too. Like she was going to find out and well, somebody was going to find out eventually anyway, because like, obviously it's like a weekend of filming, Dorit's dog is like not there. Everyone's going to be like, well, where's the dog? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's, I don't know. It's just like going about it may have been like the wrong way in terms of like, you know, you know, being gossipy and texting her or whatever. But, um, it wasn't Lisa that said it um, to for me to even text Teddy at all. Lisa actually didn't even want to talk about it because she wanted to protect Dorit. Um, she, you know, she didn't want to talk about it. She just wanted the dog back, essentially, and kind of move on. Right. So, 
Well, like to your point, like you said before, you know, so you're 23 years old at the time. You said before, mm-hmm. you're like, you're in Us Weekly, you're in every publication, print, digital, you're trending. We don't need to like rehash Puppygate because everyone knows the exact like steps. There's 20,000 steps out there we could all Google, but like, yeah. I mean, you're at your job, like you're just doing your job. Yeah. Like, are you shocked that, you know, a text, and just this whole thing where you work became like the central, cause like you're going into a new season oh. of Beverly Hills. It's, there's always something like, I mean, are you shocked yeah. that you are now like you and John Sessa are like literally at the center of this entire major TV show that yeah. people are watching all over the world and you're just trying to earn your paycheck at 23. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm like, I'm like, how did like a series of like 10 text messages literally turn into like a whole like, crazy situation um and it was I don't know it was crazy it was interesting and I you know just kind of had to I don't know it was very interesting because I didn't even know that like I like when filming was happening we all of us were blindsided like Lisa John and I because we had no idea that all this shit was going to go on in the Bahamas because like at that point we thought it was over with we thought it was done like we had moved on we got the dog back like everything was fine like we were literally like okay like this was like a great two-week situation that we were in but we were all fine we thought it was over and then when like teddy brings out text messages in the bahamas like we were all blindsided like lisa called me from the bahamas and she was like what like what is going on because like literally it's like i didn't even remember sending those texts necessarily because they were so like minuscule in my mind like i didn't even like think about it she was like she was like, were you texting Teddy about the whatever? And I was like, I mean, I guess, yeah. Like, I just didn't even remember what exactly I said. I had to literally like, scroll up. She was like, well, she showed me a screenshot where you said that, like, that I told you to tell you. I was like, no, I literally have it right here. And she just cropped it. Like, I never said that. So it's just like, it was just like a weird situation where we were all kind of just like, like literally just like so blindsided by it. Because we literally thought, that the conversation was done. Like we thought it was over. And then because they have nothing else to talk about, they bring it back up. (laughs) Were you like, you know, I assume you don't report directly into Lisa. Like, were you shitting a brick when your phone rings and it's like Lisa Vanderpump asking you about specific (laughs) words and texts that you sent? Like, I mean, I I would shit. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like, oh God, she's going to be so mad at me. (laughs) But, um, you know, honestly it was, not that it was fine, but, you know, it's like we, you know, I just, you know, and that's the thing too, is Lisa's always just like, say your truth, speak your truth. And I was like, listen, like, this is what happened. Um, and the other thing too, which is extra messy, is like I said, it wasn't Lisa that told me to tell Teddy. It was actually John Sessa. Um, he told me three times to text Teddy because he knew that he and I were friends and he wanted it out there. Um, and Lisa didn't which is also interesting because if you actually watch the first episode of the season, like Hannah is the one who's the adoption coordinator that was bringing, who's dating Hud, Teddy's little brother. She actually had the dog and she was bringing it over because John told her to, because like in our heads, we all thought that like Lisa wanted this, but Lisa didn't. And it was actually John Sessa. Um, and cause he wanted to take Dorit down basically for, being the way that she is and um 
Lisa saw that Hannah was bringing the dog over. And if you look at it, she goes over towards like the front counter and is literally like, no, like, don't do this. And that's when John brings the dog because Lisa was stopping Hannah from bringing the dog. And then John brings the dog into the situation. And that's when everything kind of spiraled out of control from there. But it's just very interesting because it's also like, you know, I was basically used for not Lisa's dirty work, but John's dirty work. He's like not even involved. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just so interesting because it's like, he basically used like my personal friendship with Teddy to create like a whole storyline, which was unnecessary. But again, it's like, I would have told Teddy regardless. I just like wouldn't have like done it like right that second. Cause it just happened the day before, which is why everybody was on edge. But did John Sessa then use you to create a storyline or did John Sessa use you because like dogs are his life and he just was like livid that Dorit would do things this way? Both. <laughs> he, I don't know. I just think that he want he likes being on TV and he wants to be on TV. And like, personally, I don't really give a shit. So <laughs> I'm like, I just would prefer being like the social aspect. Like I can be friends with everybody on TV, but like, I don't need to be on it. But I think that he like likes it and he wants to be on it. Like he, I mean, he's like pushed people out of the way. Like, like when we filmed for Vanderpump Rules, he's like pushed like employees out of the way so he can like get on camera. I'm like, that is sad and depressing for your life and soul, but whatever. <laughs> and it also doesn't work that way. Like you could be on camera for 17 hours, sweetie. If you're not part of the storyline, no. there's not one minute of it, which will be seen on TV. No, and I just think that he did that because exactly what you said. He didn't want to give Jury a free pass because, again, like, with this specific situation, it was it was the first time a dog had ever been dropped off at a kill shelter. Um, and it, it was, like, somebody that was, like, Lisa's best friend. And also, like, I went to Dorit's house to help set her up with the dog. Like, Hannah and I were at Dorit's house, like, setting up the doggy, like, the doggy pen, like telling her what food to eat. Like, like we literally like held her hand the entire way, which we never do. And it's just like, I don't know, it was just like a weird situation. And it's like this dog, like everyone had a specific kind of like tie to, cause this dog was also like born from a pregnant mom that we had rescued. So it's like one of our old groomers has the mom dog, like, people had like raised this baby like at their house. Like everyone just like had like a deep connection to this dog. Um, And for somebody that was supposed to be Lisa's best friend to just drop it off somewhere, like just wasn't okay. So. Well, I mean, you say, so you were, so you were nervous when you got a call from Lisa, but I mean, like, were you ever worried about like, I'm going to lose my fucking job. Like I don't care about the damn show. No. And that was actually one of the things she said to me. She's like, she's like, you're not gonna lose your job. Like, it's like, because she understands. Like, it's just like, it's a bunch of crazy women that latch on to whatever. So I was never actually worried about that. And it was funny because like Bravo put out this whole article at one point during the season that was like, does John Blizzard still work at Vanderpump Dogs? And I was like, yep. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people were like, oh my God, he's gonna get fired. A lot of people, and I was like, that was never an issue and was never a topic of discussion. I'm um, to quite honest. Like it like never was going to happen. Well, that's a great boss. And Lisa's probably yeah. like, well, you're team Vanderpump. So I, I get it. Like, yeah, I've dealt with these women for however many seasons. I, I know yeah. that it's not you. So that's at least good. Yeah. But what about like then John Cecil? Like did Lisa have the same thought process you did of like, 
John Cecil wants camera time and a story and his name and out there. Did that ever cross Lisa's mind? I'm sure it did, but also, I mean, like, they're, like, they're, like, partners, so it's, like, for, I think in, like, terms of, like, a dog foundation standpoint, I mean, like, if he's out there, then, like, the foundation is shown, even if it's in a negative light at the moment, but it's still, you know, being talked about, so I don't think that she ever had that same conversation with him, necessarily, but, um, I mean, she knows that he was the one that did it, so, because I told her, um, so, I don't know, I mean, we all had it what you also didn't see on camera was the day that we filmed at the center with all when everything went down is john lisa and i went upstairs and we had like a huge like blow up like screaming match at each other because lisa because lisa was pissed um and the the cameras couldn't get in to like the area we were in because it's like kind of an enclosed thing but like they definitely were like around the corner so like it exists somewhere but um she was really pissed at john because he she didn't want it brought up and he brought it up and basically we were just like listen like Dorit is a horrible person for doing this because at that point we were doing it about the dog and about like not letting her get a free pass and um she wasn't happy about it like we had a whole screaming match like all of us about like your friend is awful like why are you doing this like why are you protecting her um I don't know. It was just like a whole, it was a big situation that day. It was like a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and like just like a lot of emotions that day. Like there was too much going on in one day. Do you get as stressed out when planning a vacation as I do? Where to go, what to do, where to stay. I definitely needed some extra help in choosing the perfect spot for my next vacation. And that is why I turned to Apple Vacations. They're great. They're known as America's favorite vacation company for good reason. Just think of them, and this is music to my ears, as your one-stop shop for that next-level summer vacation. Apple Vacations will help you plan your entire getaway with confidence from start to finish. We're talking personalized service, exceptional values, and so much more. Plus, you can choose the most gorgeous destinations like Mexico, the Caribbean, Central America, Hawaii, and the continental U.S., Each all-inclusive Apple Vacations package includes round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, meals, drinks, entertainment, and tips. Non-stop transfers are also included at no additional cost at select hotels. So the entire vacation is as seamless as possible. For a limited time, you can use promo code SAND75 That's SAND75 and take $75 off your stay at Live Aqua in Cancun or Punta Cana. Just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get the steal of a deal to your favorite Live Aqua resort today. Again, just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get this amazing deal at your favorite Live Aqua resort today. (laughs) <laughs> and the cameras were there. I mean, the footage must exist somewhere. The footage exists. Um, I just don't know where. I mean, Evolution has it. So if they want to drop it, drop it. But <laughs> and when Lisa was up there screaming, she was screaming more at John Sessa than you? She was screaming more at John. Yeah. For bringing the dog out. And what was he screaming back? Like, was it basically more? About, basically about, like, you know, why are you protecting her? Um, what did you do? Um, and not what did you do, but like, you know, just like, kind of like, like this dog literally like 
like again like this is the only time that we've ever had this ever happen before and like this is your best friend like why are you protecting her like why didn't she just like i don't know there's like a lot of just like i don't know we were just like so confused by the situation and what were you screaming then you were just screaming because you were somehow in the middle of all this yeah i was just i was just mainly mad at jury because like again <laughs> because this specific dog everybody had a connection with that it was like I just don't get it. And like the reasoning that she gave it up to, I was like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, it was just like, I don't know. I was mainly just screaming about Dorit being a horrible person. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what I said. I basically was just like screaming that she was a horrible person and all this stuff. So. Well, I would like to see that lost footage one day. Evolution. <laughs> if you'd like to send it to me. Well, yeah. what about, you know, you, did you say these things to John Sessa like after the fact of like, fuck you. I think that you just wanted camera time and now this is all out there and like I'm in the middle of this mess. I mean, you're saying it here like no, you, you saying, work no. with him like it's isn't that going to be awkward? It's, it's funny because I've never said it to him directly but everyone talks about it at Vanderpump Dogs past and present and just no one's ever said it to his face so I guess we're saying it now. <laughs> so isn't that going to be weird like if you if this I don't if you're care. working with him? I'm like, it's whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't know. It's all just like stupid bullshit. Like there's bigger issues going on in the world. So like, I don't care. So. <laughs> Listen, I-, I know the type that loves their camera time. I get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like you don't report to John Sess or anything like that. Like it's not. Oh, I do. Oh, but like do. also, it's, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a small group of us. Like there's like literally five of us there. Okay. But, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, we can all fight and we can all, like, say whatever we want. But, like, we can all, like, be chill. You know what I mean? Like, hash it out, move on. So. <laughs> what did your parents say? Like, I mean, I assume that, I mean, maybe they're not on social media the way we, we all are. But, like, I assume they heard of your name and it was in Us Week. Like you said, you were trending on yeah. every thing. They, were they like, know, they didn't really, like, they, good question. My, like they don't really pay attention to like housewives stuff or like anything like that so like, obviously they knew because like their friends would like call them and be like oh my god like john is like all over like whatever blah blah, blah. and they're like oh okay like they just like they weren't like mad they weren't like happy they weren't like upset they weren't they weren't like anything they were just kind of like whatever i just don't think it's funny because like even now like they don't realize that like like a lot of people know me and it's really weird like my mom was visiting back in september um and we like went to this mexican restaurant here in la and like the waiter like freaked out he was like oh my god like you're john blizzard and my mom was like oh like did you know that from like the reservation and he was like no like you're on beverly hills and my mom was like what because she like just doesn't understand like she like in her mind it's just like i'm literally just like i'm i mean i am a normal human being (laughs) but like she just like was so like that is so funny. And like, I'll get recognized at like the airport. Like, it's so weird. It is so bizarre. Um, but that's just kind of like the level that like my parents are at. It's like, they don't really like realize that like, you know, people know me. So. Did you <laughs> hear funny. from anyone else? Like Ariana, when you were trending, like, did you hear from anyone else? Like in the Bravo universe, not even necessarily connected to R-H-O-B-H or V? Um, yeah. I mean, um, let's see. Not in the mo- not in the moment, but like past. Like I've kind of 
talk to a lot of people, not necessarily in the moment, but like, um, like Bronwyn is one of my really good friends now from Orange County. So like, I mean, we just like discussed it, but like it was after the fact, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I've just talked about like some other things with like, um, like just like randomly like DMing, just like whatever um, with like Courtney from Below Deck, who's not on there anymore. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like, it's a small world that, like, people are, like, involved with. But, like, at the, at the time, I don't think anybody reached out to me except for anybody. Because um, I was going to say, what Dallas. about, right, like, what about the Dallas girls that have known you, yeah. like, the yeah, next thing, like. Reached, yeah, all of them reached out to me and talked to me while it was happening. Um, and I'm trying to think. Were they, like, what the fuck? Or yeah, they, no, like, literally. Just, no, literally, that's actually what they said. They were like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, you know more than me, and I'm involved. So, um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think. Um, I think that was it. Otherwise, it was just like, you know, all my other, like, friends that, like, you know, aren't on Bravo or, like, people that are, like, connected to the foundation very heavily, like, some of our major sponsors and donors and things like that. Um but yeah, um, it was mainly the Dallas girls that um, reached out to me during this whole situation. Um, and, you know, a couple of people from Vanderpump Rules. But, um, you know, I, that's what it is. <laughs> Have you changed anything about your texting habits? Are you now oh. like, wait, everything I say can and will be used against me no matter how innocent in this world of 2019, 2020, 2018? Oh, 100%. I'm like, I have PTSD. <laughs> I'm like... I don't know. It's just like, I'm more careful, I guess, about what I say. And phone calls are always a good option. Just make sure no one's recording it. Um, but also the good old-fashioned in-person situation. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I try not to text, you know, like certain people, certain things, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, um, I think it's interesting. Um and I would just be like, yeah. I, I don't want to say anything ever again in text yeah. about anyone ever. Yeah. <laughs> we can meet up and discuss this in person. Oh, 100%. <laughs> what about, like, does any part of you ever feel guilty for, like, the fact, and I'm not saying you should, I'm just asking, like, the fact that, like, LVP and Kyle are not friends anymore, which really is um, a result of this whole thing. I mean, there were other issues between them. I just think that this was, like, the thing that took it over. Um, but no, because at the end of the day, and this is what I always like to think, is, <laughs> like, at the end of the day, it's, like, if Dorit would have just been a good person and just returned the dog back, like, to us, like she was supposed to, literally, like, she signed a contract, and she still owes us $5,000 from that, by the way, because she broke the contract, um, is that none of this would have happened. Like, I just, like, it still, like, goes back to that for me. It's just, like, why did you drop your dog the week of, the first week of filming? I just think that's weird, too. You had an entire summer if you didn't want the dog to get, as bad as it sounded, like, to get rid of the dog and just give it back to us. I just don't know why you waited until the first week of filming. Like, it's just, like, a weird, like, I don't know. So, uh, do I feel guilty? I wouldn't say necessarily because they had their own issues, but I definitely think that you know, it definitely, like, exacerbated it and made their situation a lot worse. But, you know, they were always on the outs kind of anyway at that point. Um, I just think it's an unfortunate situation that literally it's, like, someone else kind of ruined a friendship in terms of, like, a situation. 
So, right. so. To your point about Dorit waiting, do you think Dorit did that for a storyline? See, that's what we've kind of discussed as like a group, not with Lisa, um, like a banner from dogs. Cause we're like, I don't know, I just think it's weird that like you've had this dog for what, nine months now at this point, And then, I don't know, you just like get rid of it the first week. I don't know, it's weird. It's just weird to me. And we're never gonna get the full story from her ever. So nice. um, I don't know, there's just lots of unknowns and lots of situations that happened. And I think it's weird, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I get that you didn't really care about being on TV. You're just minding your own business and doing your job. I mean, is John Cecil, like, thrilled? I mean, job well done, oh, if yeah. that was your goal to get oh, on. Yeah. Like, people yeah. know his name now. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. I don't know. I think probably, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just, like, trying to think of, like, I'm just thinking of what to say. <laughs> I'm deciding how like messy I want to be. But um You can be as messy as you would like. I know. I just think that he may have been a little bit like ticked off that like people knew who I was more than him. Because I really didn't want to be involved and I like just was like the conduit basically to the whole situation. Um, cause like, I remember there was one article that was written that was like, who is the other John at Banner from Dogs referring to like him as the other John. Oh. And it's like, he's the executive director, he's whatever. And it's like, I'm just like doing the events in PR. And I think that was like one of the things like, I don't know, there's like incidents like that. And it's like, I'm like, I've been on Cameo for like, you know, a year and a half now or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just like, he just got on like a couple days ago, just because we have a partnership with them. Not because they like wanted him to be on, but because like we have a partnership with them, like, as a foundation. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, right, like, yeah. if you really wanted this, I mean, you got it, but maybe he indirectly got it for you, too, and that you exactly. didn't want it, but somehow that bothers them. I, I, I could see that. Exactly. exactly. I don't know. What about, do you think Teddy deserved to be let go? Um, just as a housewife, like, was she a good housewife? Like, what makes a good housewife? Do you think she was deserved to be like, oh? Um, like, objectively, I, even though you're not yeah, speaking. Yeah, I mean, like, granted, like, I honestly, like, here's the thing. I have nothing bad to say about Teddy. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, I really have nothing bad to say about her. Because um, she's really nice. I love her kids. Um, her husband's great. Um, but... Um, I just think as a housewife, especially like in Beverly Hills, where everyone's so dynamic and so kind of like over the top sometimes, she was a little just like, which is not bad, but like she just was like a little bit boring sometimes, which like I love. <laughs> like I'm just like, that's fine. Like just be like a normal person. Like you don't need to be dressed to the nines, you know, every two seconds mm -hmm. and also like, you know, do whatever. But for some people, and especially like in Beverly Hills, it's like, they didn't like that. Um, so I think that, you know, and especially because she left and who they're adding, I think is a great um, kind of like switcheroo. You know what I mean? Like to yeah. add like Crystal and Kathy. Um, definitely. I mean, like compare the two. It's like, would you rather have Teddy Mellencamp or have like Crystal and fucking Kathy Hilton on the show? You know what I mean? Like it's Kathy Hilton. So I don't even know how they got Kathy. Like it just, I know. I'm still shocked and speechless yeah. for a lot of reasons. Yeah. 
I mean, so, it did no wonders for Kim and Kyle's relationship. I mean, it's fine, but it had its moments. And Kathy actually is one of the few people that doesn't need the money. So oh, 100%. Because um, she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, you can yeah, fire me yeah. any day. I really don't care. Um, so I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was, you know, like she has a new baby now too, like Teddy does. I don't know. Like maybe it's good just to like kind of step back for a little bit. Um, I can't tell you how much traveling I've been doing in the past few weeks and airports and airplanes are packed. People want to get away. Listen, if your dreams of that vacation or enjoying the fun of life are turning back into a reality for you, don't stress over the financial setbacks that can keep you from saying yes. Credit Karma is here to help you keep your financial goals in check so you won't have to hit pause on a good time. Credit Karma's game-changing technology shows you tailored offers for credit cards and personal loans that you're more likely to be approved for so you can apply with more confidence. They use your credit and other financial information to show you custom recommendations. Whether you want cash back, travel rewards, or to consolidate debt, Credit Karma can help you find the offers that fit your goals because your goals may not be the same as my goals. With a selection of options and approved odds, you have the power to make informed decisions. Credit Karma, apply with confidence and you will be on that beach enjoying that drink in no time. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast to learn more and find offers tailored just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast. Or you can see your offers on the Credit Karma app. Apply with confidence today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast or the Credit Karma app. But, you know, I think she was good for the time being. Um, and yeah. Do you miss your friendship with her? Like all said and done? Uh, yes and no. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's been two years of like us not talking and like I'm fine. <laughs> but that at the end of the day, yeah. But like at the same time, it's like I'm that person that like I don't like just like, just like, oh, we're not friends anymore. You know what I mean? And over something that's so stupid too. So I don't know. Um, like I said, like I thought about reaching out to her. Um, I don't know if she wants to talk to me, but you know. Um, just having a conversation, I think, would be. Do you think you will? Um, maybe. Like, like, I think I would like actually like love to just like literally like sit with her and just like talk. Like, I don't want to do a phone call. I don't want to do all that. But just like, literally, just like, you know, sit down and like, just talk about the situation. I think if you have any chance of repairing your friendship, the fact that she's not on the show was actually a huge help. Oh, 100 percent, which, you know, is probably (laughs) a good thing for, you know, if I want to do that. The longer you're gone, the more you get back to like normal life. Oh, 100 percent. Do you ever run into like Teddy, Doree, just from like living? Yeah. Um, Really? Yeah. um, It was funny. It was. It was after the show had already aired, though, or maybe it was airing at the time. I can't remember. But um. John Sessa and I were at like a um, meeting um, for an event that we were going to do at the London hotel. And we were like, Oh, let's just go get lunch. And um, we both really like this place called the petite four. It's at sunset Plaza in LA. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami. Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs, because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at Crocs.com. Just use the code SANDALS20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. And um, we were like, okay, let's go there. But also next door, there's a sushi place. And then like last second, we were like, oh, let's just go get sushi instead. And we're literally like waiting at the host stand. And I like look up and like I see Teddy's daughter, Slate, like at the table and Teddy was, like, looking down, so she couldn't see us because she had, like, something had dropped on the floor at that exact same moment. I literally was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and so John and I, like, ran next door to Le Petit Four and just ate there instead. Um, but I don't think she saw us, but it's, it was just kind of like, oh, my God. Like, I, did, I just don't know what we would have done in that situation where it was, like, John and I like in a public place and like it's like Teddy like by herself like with her like kids you know what I mean it's just like that was the that was the one time that I've seen her um just like when was that that again like how like was that that was August of last year I guess maybe wow um yeah um 
I don't know. Yeah, was, I don't know what you would have said standing there. With I, I don't know. It's just like when it's awkward when you just like have so much like friction and contention with somebody, and then like you're just like thrown, I guess, kind of a situation where you're just like, oh, like hello, <laughs> like wasn't prepared for this. So thankfully, again, I don't think that she saw us. Um, I don't think it would have been necessarily a problem, but I just wasn't ready to have that conversation at a sushi place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That makes sense. So, and you've never run into her, Doree, or Kyle, or anyone? No, not um, not in a while. I think that I can remember. Um, no, I did. I didn't run into PK, but he was staying next door to my friends. Um, he was staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and... Um, he was like next door neighbors with like my friend who like also John and I were like with, cause like, she's also like on the board. Um, she's one of our big sponsors too. And she was down from NorCal, um, like visiting or whatever. Um, but I didn't see him, didn't run into him, but it was just like, didn't know until after we left that like he was literally next door. Wow. <laughs> um, but, um, I don't know. It's a small town, but like, I haven't run into Dorit herself or Kyle at all. And I think also, I mean, We've been locked down since March anyway, so, like, nobody's really seen anybody. But even before yeah. then, like, I never I never saw them, so. What about, like, when all this happened? Because, like, you can be a saint or an angel on a Bravo show and you still get hate, but this was a very oh. controversial thing. Like, yeah. I assume you got tons of online hate. I mean, we all do. Oh, 100%. And actually, um, you know, I've had this conversation with other people on Bravo that are going through, like, awful situations. Is I was like, honestly, say for your mental health and that's what I did is like I went on Twitter and I like muted everybody that like I don't follow or who doesn't follow me because it got to the point where people were just saying like awful things and I'm like you don't even know me like you've seen Mm -hmm. like five minutes of me and that's about it um so I don't know it's just like the amount of hate but then also like the amount of people that like weirdly like me is hilarious too because I'm like I was just a messy bitch like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like indirectly like didn't mean to but like it's so funny because like like I was saying earlier it's like you know I'm on cameo and you know it's like I get all these like really funny like like requests from people that are like oh my god like we love you like like blah blah, blah. like I don't know it's just it's so funny and it I think it's great to just like even if I'm hated or whatever just to be able to have like if you can affect like one person by like you know making their day through just like, you know, communicating with them on any social platform. Um, Cause you never know what people are going through. And like me, like I'm literally a nobody, but it's like, you know, if I can just like help one person, like that's perfect for me. Um, but definitely the amount of hate that I got was like extraordinary. I'm like, it was like borderline, like the level that like Teddy hate, like I got the same amount. Like everyone just like hated all of us. And it was just like, oh my God. But, um, you know, you learn, you live from it, you learn from it, you grow from it. Did you ever go down that road, though, before getting here? Like, and just saying, like, did you, you know, it's a black hole. Like, did you go there? Because a lot of people do. Like, where you were reading the comments and just upset, depressed, or you just never did that? The first, like, couple of days, yeah. And then I stopped because I was like, this is, like, so hateful. And also, like, you guys, like, your picture is literally an egg on Twitter. 
and you have like 153 followers. Like, I don't know why you're even like talking to me. <laughs> right. And it's the same so. people that will go through and they'll comment. You watch like, oh, like, wait, like you're commenting the same things to Ramona in New York. It's just like, they just literally yeah. attack the Bravo verse. It's oh, sick. 100%. It's sick. I know. And it's like, I don't know. I just don't get it. And I don't get why people are so mean. And like, I don't know. It's just like, you don't know these people. And it's just like, you're, they're like putting their lives out there for you. Some of them unexpectedly like me, <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just, I just don't get why people are so mean. But um, like I said, I mean, it's been fun despite all the hate. Like, like I said, like, I mean, I'll go to the airport and people will recognize me. Like if, obviously if I'm at like Tom Tom Sir Pump or anything like that, you know, like people come up to me and take pictures with me. Like, it's just like bizarre because I'm like, Oh, like, this is, this is funny. Like people take pictures with me and even at work, like if I'm downstairs with from dogs, like people mm-hmm. literally like will come up to me. And like one of them, I remember one of my coworkers, cause like I'm not there on the weekends and um, you know, a lot of tourists are there over the weekend. Um, one of them went up to my coworker and was like, was like, does John Blizzard really work here? And they were like, yeah. And then they were like, well, is he like, actually nice in real life or if they were like yeah he's like actually really nice like it's just like funny that like random people are literally coming up to my coworkers, like asking them these questions like at my place of work so it's so it's just interesting it's funny <laughs> are you does it annoy you that people that are not really in the know confuse you and john sessa not really um because like one is all natural and one isn't so I'm like, that's your own fault if you can't make the distinguishment. <laughs> so you are coming for Sessa today. <laughs> well, yeah, I would assume people that come in want to meet you guys. I mean, they're there and they're not from LA or Yeah. You know. Um it's funny because like I feel like I feel like in real life, nobody's ever obviously gotten this mixed up because they'll know who is who. Online, though, I think it's interesting just because, especially when it was first kind of happening, because it's like, we're both named John, so it's confusing. So right. everyone's like, wait, who's who? So they're like, John Blizzard did this. I was like, no, that was the other one. And I was like, so it was kind of, I wouldn't say it was like annoying or anything, but it was kind of like, it's, for me, it's like, it's not that hard, but also I understand because like when there's too many pieces in the puzzle, it's confusing. Um, and I feel like everyone was just totally confused by the puppy gate situation anyway, because there were so many missing parts it, or not missing moving parts, you know, like there were like 10 people involved and it was just like, it was too much. Like you can't keep track of all that. It was one of, of the it. more confusing storylines. Yes. I think, especially with like yeah. the text and like everyone's yeah. motivation and why oh, is yeah. this important? I, I'm like, I'm confused at times. Yeah. I mean like what I like, I mean, like, even the way I said earlier, too, it's just, like, I was actively involved, and I was confused. Like, I, I, I didn't even know what's going on, and, like, I was involved. <laughs> like, it was just crazy. Well, especially when Lisa's calling you and showing you a text message that was cropped. You're like, Yeah, I was just, like, I was like, what? It's like, this doesn't even, like, it was weird. It was, so like, then what? You're like, Lisa, listen, I'm going to send you 17 text messages right now. Let me. Oh, no, that's literally what I had to do. I literally sent, <laughs> I literally sent, I screenshotted everything, sent them to Ken, because Ken was still in the United States, and then it was just like, oh my god, and then like, like literally, and that's the other thing too, it's like, if I'm not friends with this person, why do I have like a whole like binder full of texts, you know what I mean? It's just like, right. I don't know, but like, it was kind of funny, but it was just like, you guys, like, I did nothing wrong, 
like I was like you can see like have my phone like I don't really care so when you are willing to hand over the phone that is when you are an innocent man oh really I was like I was like literally take it like I don't care I was like the whole world has seen my text like it's fine I don't care (laughs) well yeah I mean that must have been a strange turn of events also when well also it's funny because like they didn't like bravo evolution like they didn't tell me like they didn't say oh like all this is going to be shown like i had no idea that like my text messages were going to be shown on national tv like that i had no idea i was totally in the dark about everything i learned when everyone else found out when they were watching in real time did you know the extent because like you know you're filming it it's happening in real time but like you weren't in a thousand scenes so like Mm -hmm. were you aware that this, mm-hmm. like, were you, you, you weren't aware this was actually going to be a major storyline. No. Until and because, it came out. No. Um, and I didn't realize that all these women had my name in their mouth, <laughs> like, so constantly. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize that, um, you know, uh, until later on. Um, just because, like, like I said, like, we all thought it was done. And right. then everything happened in the Bahamas, and it kind of spiraled from there. So I don't know. It was just, like, a weird... It's a weird experience. Um, but yeah, I had literally, I had no idea that I was going to be so actively featured and involved, even though I really was only on screen for maybe like five minutes the entire right. season. But like I was talked about the entire season. Like I felt yeah. like camera this season on OC, like not on, but like talked about constantly. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it is true. Cause like, I didn't, I mean, I just thought of that now, like, right. Like you were only on for two seconds, five seconds. Right. So you didn't really know. And then you're not getting the screeners. Like you're not a cast member. So you really watched it with the rest of us that like, Oh shit, your name is in everyone's mouth nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, yeah. So, um, yeah, just wasn't expecting it. Um, found out like everybody else did. <laughs> who who names these dogs? Like Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juice. Like, come on now. Like, I mean, it's great, but like, who comes up with these names? So that actually Dorit's kids named the dog that after it was adopted. Um, otherwise, all of us just kind of like take turns naming the dogs. Um, we do have a baby book. Just really, so, like, I love it. Yeah, so just like if we're not like creative enough, then we'll just like flip it open and we're like, oh, this name sounds cute. But um, that's kind of how it works. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, that was Dorit's kids. I don't even remember what the dog's original name was um, at the center. I can't remember, but yeah, that was on her. That was not us. <laughs> I mean, it just takes this whole story and elevates it even higher. Like if that was oh, even possible, like you're like, yeah. this is the most, I, what? Like in not in a thousand years would I come up with this name ever. Oh, I know. I know. I was like, okay. But <laughs> what about, like you said, the Vanderpump Dogs annual gala, like that became a thing. Like that became mm-hmm. a Bravo thing, a celebrity yeah. thing. I mean, that became a really big event. Yeah, and it's super great for the foundation just because we're able to raise a lot of money that night. That really helps with all of our initiatives Um, because we do a lot of things internationally as well, not just in LA. Like, we don't just do adoptions. Like, we do a whole bunch of other things. Like, we actually have um, a veterans program that we started up this year. So we've um, actually paired up two veterans already with dogs that we've had our trainer train. So they literally help people that have suffered from, you know, or that are suffering from PTSD following kind of their involvement in the military overseas. Um, So there's like good things that we're doing outside of just like adopting out dogs. And so like this gala really helps to promote and highlight and raise funds for all these things that we do. 
And honestly, it's a really fun night because it's kind of like the original BravoCon. <laughs> where uh-huh. it's like kind of everybody like everybody who's on Bravo like is there and like they're all like people that I know. Like that's right. how like like I'm inviting everybody essentially. So um you know like Melissa Gorga, like she like I love her. She's like one of my friends and like she has been so supportive and she'll literally fly from Jersey every year to come and support um you know my friends from dallas like they'll come you know they're you know buying a table they'll have like a dallas table um and you know they're all there um and it's just like a fun night and it's kind of the one kind of night that i feel like everybody like it's kind of like a high school reunion (laughs) type situation yeah where it's like everybody from bravo can come together and like have fun but also like raise money and bring awareness to like what banner from dogs is doing um, which is great. And it's just like a really fun night and everyone gets wasted. <laughs> which is and, always fun. Yeah. And um, it's a good time. There's Hopefully no, like, there'll be one next year. Cause I mean, it raises yeah, a lot of money. Like like this, yeah. So like this year we weren't able to do one, unfortunately. Um, but like next year, like it's going to be like, hopefully, you know, bigger and better than, you know, everything. When is it uh, usually? Like I forgot what time of year it was. Usually it's November, so usually okay. it's like middle of November, um, but it's really fun, um, and we always, you know, get to highlight, you know, specific dogs from the year or people that have helped out dogs, um, and just kind of, you know, really focus on, you know, saying thank you to everyone that's been involved with the foundation as well, which is great. So what's the current state of Vanderpump Dogs now? Like, you're working at home, yeah. but I mean, the dogs are there. Yeah, the dogs are there. So we are open. Um, we're an essential business. So we've remained open the entire time. Um, so dogs are up for adoption. Our adoption rates have been through the roof just because everybody is staying at home. They're lonely <laughs> and they want a friend, uh-huh. um, which is great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been kind of a struggle just because it's like everything's been closed like we haven't like we weren't able to do like our gala we weren't able to do world dog day like we've transitioned to doing like online kind of like virtual fundraisers and other kind of like fun campaigns but um like our events not just like me but like lisa and ken and john and pandora like all of us like the events are like what we live for like Mm. they're so much fun they're a lot of work like pandora and i want to like swan dive off a building because it's like you know like we're doing like we're working like nonstop to make sure these events are like gonna go smoothly um so it's kind of sad like we just aren't able to like see like people that you know we've known for years that have helped support the foundation um and just like have a fun time and get together for the canine community so it's been a little bit sad a little depressing <laughs> but in terms of like dogs and everything like it's going great um and like you guys can go to bayhomedogs.org and see what dogs are there right now um and you know hopefully you know if you're in the LA area you know you can just like go on by and go see them that's what I heard I heard that dog adoption rates were I mean I don't study the statistics but I heard they're way <laughs> up because people are yeah. home yeah of course that makes sense yeah what about how I mean have you heard from Ken and Lisa like how are they doing like I mean the restaurants are not open um yeah i mean in that aspect i mean it's been a struggle like they like pump was only open for a couple weeks and then the governor shut everything back down again even outdoor dining so you know i just like i try not to like step on people's toes and like ask about like that type of situation but um i don't know i mean i think they're okay um lisa came by the center the other day i wasn't there that day though 
um, so I didn't see her. But, you know, I've seen her on, like, Zoom stuff that we've been doing and whatever. Um, so, yeah. So Lisa's really actively involved in Vanderpump Dogs. Yeah. Have you listened yeah. to Lisa's podcast yet? You know, I, I haven't. <laughs> it's, so. You're entitled. You're working. You know, you're busy. Exactly. We'll go with that. But <laughs> Add that to your list. And set, you can listen to that after you listen to the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. Of course, obviously. <laughs> and have you, have you ever been to Villa Rosa? Yeah, um, a lot. Um, obviously, you know, everyone saw me there, like, when I was filming for Housewives. Yeah. But, um, you know, I haven't been there since COVID, obviously. But, like, um, yeah, I've been there a lot. lot. Yeah, I didn't I know if you were lot. just there for filming or, like, you've actually mm-hmm. been to just... No, um, yeah, I've been there a lot. Um, I've done, like, other filming things there, but also, I mean, I've just been there for, like, other things that we've done, um, and, I mean, like, the dog that she adopted most recently, um, Binky, who's, like, the Wheaton Terrier, like, I was the one that brought the dog up to the house to, like, meet them and things like that, so, I mean, like, I go up to the house pretty frequently, and, like, if there's ever, like, stuff, like, going on, like, we'll go up there, um, I've been there after, like, we went, like, on a trip to Vegas for, like, the foundation, and, like, I, you know, we go back to the house after we get back from the airport. Um, I don't know. It's, like, it's, it's nice because, like, they're very, like, it's a small group of people, and, like, everyone knows everybody, and, like, it's kind of, like, family. Like, again, like, we do all, like, maybe shit on each other occasionally, like, I may or may not have done during this podcast, but it's, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, you know, we're all family so and family's fight <laughs> but you know it's just how it is so speaking of family because we've had a loss in the family have has anyone spoken yeah. to lisa regarding jiggy yeah um she's you know she's okay um you know she's devastated obviously ken is especially um you know devastated by it you know jiggy you could not go anywhere um like ken cannot go anywhere without jiggy like jiggy is always with ken um and i he loves all of those dogs immensely. Like I remember when um, the other dogs died a couple of years ago and he was just a wreck. And like to have Jiggy pass is just like unimaginable. Um, I mean, we all knew eventually it was going to happen, of course, but. Um... You're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You know, I just, I feel sad for them because it's, it's like losing a kid basically for them. Um, and it's, it's kind of crazy just to see kind of the outpouring too of like, you know, the reaction to, like, Jiggy, like, passing, just, like, everybody being, like, oh, my gosh, like, like, he was the reason why I watched Beverly Hills, like, I don't know, it's, like, it's so interesting, because, like, he really was, like, the first dog of Bravo, like, there, besides, like, T'Challa at this point that Monique has, like, there really hasn't been many animals that, like, people, like, love and adore, like, maybe, like, Archie that, like, Shannon has, but, like, otherwise, like, animals, just, like, people's, like, pets aren't, like, a huge thing, and Jiggy was such, like, an integral part of just, like, the Beverly Hills lifestyle too of like this like little Pomeranian dog that has no hair but wears like designer clothes like it's just such an interesting situation I think people try but you're right and other than I mean T'Challa is the one that I think of other than Jiggy that's yeah yeah that's about it 
And <laughs> to your point, Andy Cohen even called him like the first pet of Bravo. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's sad, but um, you know, it's. You Do know. you think? I mean, has Ken? You think Ken has taken this harder than Lisa? I think. I mean, both equally, obviously, but like Ken just like loves and adores those dogs, um, and so I just know that. Um, you know, he's especially hurt by all of this. Um, but, you know, obviously both of them. But, um, you know, he's he loves dogs and he is the reason, you know, besides like Jiggy and, you know, Lisa, obviously, but Ken is really kind of the forefront of banning from dogs anyway. Like he cares about dogs so much that like he, like, he would do anything for dogs. So that's what I would that. And yeah. finally, as we wrap up, Thank you for your time, first of all. Yeah, for sure. But what is next for you? Yeah, good question. Um, I don't know. Um, we'll see. I mean, I'm still like at Banner Pump, kind of, but it's like we're not doing events and stuff. So I don't know. Like, I've been there like for almost five years now. So I don't know. I'm wondering if like maybe it's time to move on um, and like do other things. Um, at the same time, think of what I want to say. It's like, I think everyone like moves on from like something that they love and they go on to something else. But I think like COVID just kind of like sped up the process for me perhaps. Um, so I don't know. I'm just like figuring it out and just kind of seeing but, like, as of right now, like, I mean, I'm still just like kind of hanging out and like just doing some other like virtual events with Vaynerpump and like, that's what's kind of next. <laughs> so, Do you think if it wasn't for COVID, you would have moved on already? Like you would have found another job? Like where you? Oh no, I think I would have continued on, but I think like now I'm just like kind of realizing that like, Oh, like, I don't know, like, I'm just, like, I think also because COVID's really opened up a lot more doors, it's, like, you can work remote now. Yeah. So, like, I could, like, do things for, you know, another charity if I would like, um, but not have to necessarily live there at the moment. And Totally. You know, it's just, like, because I don't really want to leave LA. Like, I love LA. Like, I could possibly go back to Dallas, but um, I don't know. It's, like, I have my friends here. I have my life. I have everything. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's just, like, open-ended and you know, I think eventually, like, I should have taken the past couple months during COVID to, like, do this, but I think eventually, like, you know, like, write, like, a book just about, like, my whole, like, experience of, like, you know, not just housewives, but just about, like, my life, too. Like, I'm, I don't know. I just have a very interesting upbringing and a very interesting life, um, and I think that it would be, you know, cool to be able to, like, kind of speak onto that through, like, a book. So, you know, maybe something like that in the future, um, but yeah, I think just kind of figuring it out and seeing kind of what's what's next. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, where can everyone find you online? Um, just at John Blizz um, on um, Instagram is the best. Um, Twitter is um, at John Blizzard XO because some already had John Blizz. So <laughs> Unacceptable. I know. I was like, how many of us are there in the world? So apparently, well, you're, you're the one that most people I think are looking for. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Awesome. Great. I really Perfect. appreciate it. Great. Well, thanks. It was so fun. See you later. Thank you, John. Later. Yeah, of Bye. course. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews 
actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.